This is Emily and Elaine from the future after we have recorded everything. This episode is about HBO's Zoomer captivating show Euphoria and we don't know what it's even about so we can't really tell you but we do try to figure that out for the next hour. We recorded this after episode two of season two. We are not professional podcasters and we do not care that sometimes the audio sounds bad and that we are doing this to have fun and not be miserable. We would also like to note that the TV show we are talking about depicts a lot of drug and sexual abuse, and we obviously do not condone any of that, but we are going to have commentary about it. We also discussed the show's bizarre treatment of LGBTQ characters, so please keep in mind that these aren't reflective of our personal views and that we are talking about TV show characters, and that we have to announce in the first minute of our podcast that we are not homophobic. Thanks and have fun. How did the clown die? His little car exploded. The joke car ex- exploded on him. You <laughs> think photo so? of an anonymous man's bulging underwear. It was tweeted from Congressman Weiner's account. I'm miserable now. I had something different, especially for the Teen Vogue party. Your former Charmed co-star, Alyssa Milano. I asked Michael why it was easier to train oil drillers to become astronauts than it was to train astronauts to become oil drillers. And he told me to shut the fuck up. So that, that was the end of that talk. Why do you want to leave me? That I'm an Italian girl from New York. Oh, my God. Text goodnight. I met his cousin. Bitch, I want my damn ATM card. I can't control my horny level. State of Florida versus Casey Marie Anthony. As to the charge of first-degree murder, verdict as to count one, we, the jury, find the defendant not guilty. And I'm so miserable podcast with Elaine and Emily is innocent. <laughs> Screaming. Um, okay, hi. Sorry if this ends up being the first episode. We didn't really mean it to be. We just kind of had like an unexpected pregnancy with it, which is the theme of today's Euphoria episode. We literally have to talk about Euphoria. We have to. Yeah, it's kind of just a necessary evil. Euphoria, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I'm like, does anyone actually like it? <laughs> that's, that's what we need to know. Is I'm not sure what the demographic is who's like really like loving it, thinking it's Emmy nominated worthy. I know one person who definitely loves it. Can you guess? It's Maggie. <laughs> it's my 19 year old sister. Oh, she's 20. I don't know why she loves it, honestly. Literally no idea. She just like thinks they're all hot. I'm not denying that they're hot, but I'm like, there's something deeper and sicker going on here. So I'm here talking to my 20-year-old sister, Maggie. Say hi. Hello, everybody. What are we here to talk about? Euphoria season two. You love it so much? (laughs) I do love it. It keeps me entertained. Would you consider yourself a stan? Euphoria stan? Um, I guess occupied something to look forward to you know yeah totally i was about to, I was about to be pissed though if you were like no okay so no, I, I enjoy why do you do you have any strong reasoning for standing other than you think it's entertaining mm, i love the like cinematography and i like the Obviously, the clothes, the makeup is, like, pretty cool. And yeah. And, yeah, I love me some Zendaya. She's, like, good acting. I agree with that. You love the production quality. Yeah, so season one came out when you were in high school, right? Yeah, so I watched it. I started watching it, like, when it came out week by week on, like, literal spectrum What's it called? Demand. Before, like, HBO Max was a thing. On demand. <laughs> yes. And I would, I'd watch it, like, week by week when it came out. Nobody knew about it. Like, I would always tell my friends to watch it. Nobody would watch it. And I was, like, so excited for it. And then it, like, became a huge thing on TikTok. And now it's, like, a huge trend to, like, love the show. And I've, like, been loving it. Queen been loving it. Okay. Yeah. Tell everyone, scream it to the world. You've been, you've been loving I it. I liked it before it was a fucking trend. Thank you. 
Uh, I just would love to know what you think about it being a trend then at this point. Do you feel like it's like making kids your age act crazy or like people when you were in high school, were they like acting different? Was it making them like lose their minds and think they were like in euphoria? <laughs> um, Has that ever made you feel that way? <laughs> definitely not. My high school experience was not like that. And like like I said, nobody watched it when I was watching it. And, like, nobody really talked about it until now, and I'm a junior in college. So, like, but now I feel like, especially on TikTok, people will be acting crazy about it. If our algorithm figures out that we, like, watch Euphoria and somehow it's, like, on there, I'm, like, deleting the app. You wouldn't like my For You page then, girl. Okay. Hi, it's Emily again. Here's my 30-year-old sister talking about Euphoria. I'm almost 30 years old, so that's why I'm here. That's why she is qualified, because she is my sister, and she is almost 30. What do you think that Euphoria is about? Well, I've seen a lot of content about it, and so I know it's about Zendaya and Sydney Sweeney, and they are best friends at school, and they... I know they wear crazy outfits to the school, but I do think school is, like, important to them, and they go every day, even though they're, like, living crazy lives and doing a lot of drugs and, like, struggling with addiction and, like, sexual problems. Do you feel like you're missing out when you see all of the pictures and memes from the previous episode on Twitter? No, because I feel like most of the people I follow are, like, also 30 and they're just, like, lolling. You don't know what I would wear to Euphoria High School? I guess. Okay. So I would wear a white leather miniskirt. And matching knee-high boots, like go-go boots, with, like, a big platform heel. With maybe, like, a, I don't know, like, maybe if I'm really feeling crazy, like, the clear platform where you can, like, see stuff in it. And then I would wear a cropped lavender slash lilac, um, like, turtleneck. But, like, cropped, like, really. So, like, tummy is showing, like, arms are showing, but, like, it's a little bit covered up. But, like, white leather mini skirt and that. And then, like, a headband that's, like, white leather. Okay, well, that was a little deranged moment for us. <laughs> so thanks. What do you think is the worst crime they've committed on Euphoria? <laughs> they've probably done like a back alley abortion for some reason. Someone didn't want to tell their parents. <laughs> or they've like stolen a truck full of a truck full of um like Molly. <laughs> what shows what other TV shows that are running do you think Euphoria is similar to? Well, it's not running anymore, but I think it wants to be skins and it never will be. What TV shows do you think your generation talked about, like mine talks about Euphoria? Glee, the new girl. <laughs> do you think that Ryan Murphy does a good job of understanding teens? No. <laughs> do you, <laughs> no, do you think he only understands like Ryan Murphy? Do you think that 40 year old men should be writing about teenage girls? If they're funny. I don't know why Sam Levinson bothers me. He's like the writer and director or whatever. I don't even know who he is, but he just like talks on the After Euphoria thing and he literally, I was just like, did not like watching him move his hands around. I was like, stop. That's your only complaint. You're like, mm, didn't like him moving his hands around. What I think is funny is that everyone was like, let's cancel John Green for writing books about teenage girls that are like actually pretty nice and normal and paint like women in a good light like I consider John Green to be an honorary woman but then with the Sam fellow everyone's letting him get away with this yeah I don't know Euphoria definitely like is about still being with your abuser I think that's like one of the main things <laughs> but like who's going through that besides Nate like I feel like all the moms are pretty normal well the wine mom Cassie's like wine mom is fucked up for sure I think I watched all of season one during like a COVID binge day so all of it kind of blends together and like the only thing I remember was your brain scrambled from all the Molly you take because Maddie's character is like a terrorist on <laughs> like our culture like doesn't wear pants I remember her mom kind of being like a floozy they're like the Howard sisters mom loves to drink wine and hang out thinks that like all the young boys are hot <laughs> I might have made that up but it like seems character appropriate Cassie's boyfriend from season one did she try to fuck him I don't know I bet she could that could like definitely happen in season two and I don't think it would be like abnormal <laughs> We're just going to make it canon now.
The main problem last season was that there was a guy in college dating a girl in high school. And now they're doing Breaking Bad. Like, the things are so much worse. <laughs> the first episode, I literally kept thinking that. I was like, I, the, okay, I thought this episode, the second one, was better than the first. It was more intriguing. I was more invested. Not necessarily better, but... I think we're more acclimated to the insanity of it. Like, we just got, like, shell-shocked, and now we're, like, accepting that Euphoria is back. Right. Like, I was just, like, I was, like, this drug deal, boring. I'm bored. I w- this is not crazy enough for me. True. It was being the side of Breaking Bad that I don't care about, which was, like, the violence, which was, like, 70% of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was Euphoria, but for, like, 45-year-olds in 2013 or whatever. Oh my god, okay, so the episode opens with this psychotic daydream, and I thought after he got the shit beat out of him, and I was like, okay, he can be gay now. He's gonna wake up nice, I was like, he's gonna have like a personality shift where he like wakes up and he's like an incredible person, (laughs) that's what I want. I thought he fell in love with Fezco after he punched him. I'm pissed, that's good. What's her fate, Cassie? This is kind of random. But fine. I'm confused how this like progressed. They're in love after they had they shared what were they were drinking a gross beer. Sorry, everyone. But they were drinking like a Budweiser together, and then suddenly they were in love, which actually has happened to me. So maybe I should shut up. <laughs> actually, same. Okay, so I do think Nate is probably the most compelling character on the show. Why? Because he's gay. He's closeted. <laughs> He's like the literally only gay aspect of the show. No, I I mean, is he gay? <laughs> like that's my question. Um, well, I think the main characters are gay together. <laughs> <laughs> I met Yeah, Nate's the biggest gay representation. Don't include that. Um <laughs> You being like, um He's the biggest gay icon on the show. Nate Big Papa Nate (laughs) Oh please No but there's no twinks There's no twink representation Nate Big Papa is the root of it all I think No one has a gay best friend though Which actually might be progressive And here we have Real life Euphoria character From Ohio Capital P emoji Pete Peterson the bathroom in, in Euphoria High is like the most like, it's like an ant colony. It's like the most lively ecosystem on the earth. It's like, there's so much shit going on in the bathrooms at Euphoria High. So do you like Euphoria? It's kind of like pro-drug PSA. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's like Pfizer and Drake made a pro-drug show. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, it's like they're like, and that's why I take my ADHD medication to feel like Zendaya. So I get Rue vibes, but then I also feel like I'm, um, what's his name? Fez, uh, possessing Nate because I'm compulsively, work out compulsively, but then I'm like Fez too. Like, I'm surprising you even want to like associate yourself with Nate. That's the funniest part. He's like, he's like, um, he's like Patrick Bateman. <laughs> two hotties love him right now it's pissing me off <laughs> that ain't pete okay what is drake is drake involved because i did not know that maybe drake is like the sole director like yeah he's eping i'm just wondering what do you think you could do or show that would like turn people turn the general public like mostly against it because i can't think of any <laughs> if you said they if they started being pro-vaccine <laughs> which characters are anti-vax and which ones are pro-vax but then there's some where it's on the fence like vape girl would she be really for it or really against it is, uh, is howard uncut gems anti-vax no i think he's like uh I, I I I think he's like a truth 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 sayer. Like he would want to know the truth, but he would be like, "Of course I'm, of course I got the facts." <laughs> you know, like it would be like another chip. Like it'd be like that impression is crazy. I don't think he wants to fight with anyone. He like wants to get it over with. He's busy. Oh no no no! Not today! Not today! <laughs> I'm not that <the> <laughs> 
is he requiring his employees to get vaccinated? Absolutely not. I don't think he, I think he would be pissed that the employees would feel like their lives being disrupted. You know, he wouldn't want them to be scared. Um, Pete, what would you be doing at Euphoria High School? I'd be trolling everyone. I'd be, you know, I'd be walking around like Bobby Briggs in the first episode of Twin Peaks. So like, I don't know. I think I, I, I think I'd like, I'd probably drift from group to group. <laughs> um, me and Rue would actually probably be friends and do like detective shit. I like when she goes detective mode and she's kind of uh, meta narrating, but she's probably just ripped. You know, I'm also I also have hip hop quarterback vibes. So I have to account for that. And that's why I think I kind of relate to Nate is because he has hip hop quarterback vibes like Bobby Briggs. And I think I'm sort of like a straight version of him. But like, I think he'd be normal if he smoked weed. I think if Fezco and him were friends, he would be normal because he wouldn't want Fezco to think he was like, you know, he'd be like, fuck, I want Fezco to be like, damn. Nate, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Stop being a, like, like, even like he could be honest with himself and not be a freak to everyone around him. You know what I mean? Like he could still like, you know what I mean? He could do whatever. He just doesn't have to operate like a freak, like uh, the guy from You. So true. The big lesson in that show, You, was not to operate like a freak. They all just need weed. <laughs> and that goes for men and women alike. <laughs> I think the narration is like live from the psych ward. Like, I don't know. We're gonna. Fi- are we going to find out? We don't know what the point of the show is. Like literally, what's the point? If you know or have any theories, please tell us. <laughs> what we have no idea why these seventeen-year-olds are important to the world, <laughs> or why their story is being shared. We have yet to find out. Why does Rune know it all? After. After we get the big reveal that Nate is still repressing his gayness, which I don't even think they've hinted at yet, we get this horrifying dream montage that's like Sydney Sweeney boobies, mommy, mommy, mommy. Swimming, mommy, swimming. I don't know. That was just like the craziest intro to an episode I've ever seen in my life. They're making it seem like that gayness is passed on through the boys in the family they they literally are making it seem hereditary which i mean i don't know is it that's not important but is gayness hereditary <laughs> um let me i'll i'll be reading up okay obviously you're like born gay like that's just who you are but like they're taking it too far by making it hereditary theoretically how long do you think they're gonna make us watch this show for like 12 years it's like marvel it will never end i don't know how much longer they're allowed to be in high school yeah i'm like it would seem it would seem more believable if it was like in if they were in college and it was in like put euphoria in ohio glee was in ohio and that was crazy it was like a source of pride for me that glee was in ohio vocal adrenaline was from akron And they also talk about Kent State having a good backup musical theater program. Is that something everyone in the Kent musical theater program knew? Yes, it is. They're like living out my vocal adrenaline fantasy. Mm, I will be watching it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm also, okay, so the, the new bestie, the new character, Elliot. Oh, you have to call him MacBook Apple. <laughs> tattoo to me Fucking macbook face tattoo like literally it's so crazy he makes music stems for money it's like okay why can't he be a mr robot type that would make more sense i'm over the love triangle vibe already of like nate and maddie and cassie and elliot and rue and jules i'm like this is oh i didn't realize there were competing love triangles wow you're right I'm just like, are they going to tell us why he likes Apple so much? There's Apple stickers all over my room. I was like, Maggie, give me your Apple stickers. (laughs) Collecting them. (laughs) Me when I'm on my iPad every night. Should I get the Apple logo tattooed on my face? The iPad life is different. 
Oh, I'm so iPad pilled. The scene where Maddie was trying on the clothes, though, I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That was the most fun I had. Yeah, I was like, this is the most normal thing for her just like babysitting and like trying on these clothes. This is the most normal thing I've ever seen her do. But then it like ended with her being like, I like think they're like setting her up to like fuck that mommy. Like, I'm not kidding. Is Maddie a virgin? No, no. She just like lied about it. Nate in season one. Slay. She literally, yeah, so slay. That's queen shit. Um, yeah, it's the new, it's gonna be the new trend is to just tell guys you're a virgin from now on. <laughs> I can't wait to do it. I mean, it's true for me anyway, but I'm gonna try it out. Um, I have written, after the mommy scene though, I have, my brain is releasing bad chemicals when I watch this show. I know it's operating at a brain chemical changing level because of the dream I had about Jacob Elordi after I watched him be mean to all those girls last week. <laughs> um, that scene with the clothes though, it was like that little like, the mom was like walking in and she was like about to get caught. I was like, why is this like parasite why are they copying it i felt like they were referencing so many movies this week and like i'm not looking for the deeper meaning in euphoria but i was like okay it's giving me a good time slash uncut gems with all of like the trauma happening it was giving me quentin tarantino blood moment kill bill when um miss fanfic i don't know her fucking name in the show oh my god she's so crazy i have things to say but yeah keep going (laughs) when cassie and nate are in like Nate's like hunting her down in those un- that unfinished housing construction neighborhood. I was like, is this Saw? I think it's Big Papa's construction site. Well, I was confused. That dream sequence made me feel like he was genuinely in love. I was like, wow, he loves Cassie. He's going to be nice to her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I really don't. I think he's just like, a- now he just like wants them both to love him. Zendaya's unreliable, maybe. That's the lesson we're learning. She's an unreliable narrator. But I'm like, why the fuck does she care to recount the story to us? Why, like, why do we need to know from her perspective what is happening? I just wonder what will happen to her this season. She's like, right now, I'm just like not invested in her really at all. To the extent I feel invested in the show, but... <laughs> I just, my thing is, she's very unlikable, and it's like, I don't like her at all outside of her relationship with Jules but she's not I don't she's not offering any like groundbreaking commentary on addiction other than it's like hard it like hurts everyone around you and like the only person that's accountable is like yourself in a way right she's just being she's just still up to the same antics I'm like okay at some point this is going to be bad and it's going to get old I don't know what this show what kind of like newer groundbreaking commentary for young people the show is like providing honestly all of my complaints would disappear about euphoria if it was set in ohio i mean it would make sense because it's also like the opioid capital of the fucking country yeah and it's like they're, they'd be so bored all the time that's they would have to turn to like being this evil and conniving yes, exactly <laughs> everyone's being irrational basically during a maddie scene i said the red scare girls won with maddie saying the r word (laughs) it wasn't for the red scare girls (laughs) i know the red scare girl movement they fucking won and she was like trying to donate her eggs and they were like you can't donate your eggs as a 17 year old and then she said that's r word the writers need to keep it in mind that Maddie is like the most beloved heroine on TV right now and that everything she says is going to be repeated 50 million times over and so now bought those fucking pants oh the thong pants yeah the thong pants like the thong pants caused a reckoning at every sweatshop (laughs) in the eastern part of the world Like, people bled for those pants. I've seen so many people wearing them, like, on the streets in one town in Ohio. I've seen, like, at least seven different people wearing them. The vague anonymous town in Ohio. The vague. Where we live. <laughs> it's a secret. Kent, Canton, Akron, they're kind of all the same. They're under euphoria spell. 
Them being, okay, so it confirmed that Maddie was 17 because we were wondering how old she was, the character. They're ready to admit it. The article that I read that I found earlier, it was like, so Alexa Demi's age is like not public, it's like not public knowledge. I think she said she was like 23 or 24 when season one came out, but... And it came out she was like actually 30 or 31 or something crazy. But there's evidence of her being at the signing of the Magna Carta. So I personally fully believe she is 35 years old for sure. She's kind of looking old. Like every time she popped up, I was like, she looks old. Yeah, not being ageist, but it's like you just look like a grown woman which is fine you are one you are not 17 exactly not that i think 30 is old but like it doesn't look 17 but i found this article because i was like really trying to research her age (laughs) okay so like why does that girl get visions and fit girl she like literally be getting visions i'm like what is going on oh when are you talking about when she was seeing all those like women talking to her she's like seeing all the women talk to her and then she was like seeing the weird like jason momoa look-alike like about to fuck her i was like what i think it was trying to do like a hbo universe like and it being like game of thrones like cal drogo moment but it like fell flat because the he was like speaking in a different language but the subtitles for that were written in like lord of the rings font so i was confused (laughs) i just think i'm like like hates her cute boyfriend and i realized it's because it was larry stylinson fan fiction writer like nothing is ever gonna satisfy her nothing's ever gonna be good enough because she'll always be waiting for the larry stylinson yeah she's too creative for like a real boyfriend same problem we have. Do you think that means she's like lesbian because she loves hanging out with jewels? Yeah, she does. Okay, that part where it's implied that Kat calls jewels and jewels just like answers the phone and says, Oh, nothing, just depressed in the bath. I'm like, That's literally me. I cannot. The two depictions of depression this episode were that and then right before fanfic girl was just laying in her bed eating goldfish and they're like this is how they're showing a woman at rock bottom which is honestly true the cheese balls it was like the giant tub of cheese balls that was like literally half empty i have walked into elaine's room and there was just a thing of cheese balls by her bed and she said it's that so she could wake up in the morning and grab them not breathe because I literally did that and I forgot that I did that for so long. That's true. I would just leave it there and like be hungry when I woke up and want this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Time to start the day. Little cheese ball. I'm to study with my cheese balls. It, yeah, like the most relatable this show has ever been is uh, eating the goldfish, crying in bed, and ugh, I hate my nice boyfriend. <laughs> And literally, one of the most unrelatable parts of the episode was when they were all having so much fun bowling. Because I fucking hate <laughs> Literally, my least favorite thing to do, so. But all of our nerd guy friends, they fucking love the bowling. And we go to do karaoke at the local bowling alley. And every time, they're, like, threatening to go bowling. I'm like, we're here to have a little... I think we all are here to sing. We wanted to say, yeah, we're like, we're mad because we can't do our favorite hobby, singing. And they're like, we want a bowl. And we're like, no, listen to us sing. Would you rather listen to me and Elaine sing at karaoke or go bowling? Go bowling. If I was Jules, I would have rather stayed depressed in the bath and gotten up to go bowling. Can you like imagine like me like calling you and being like, what's up? And then you being like, uh, depressed in the tub. <laughs> No, that's why I had to fucking comment on it. I was like, that is too much. I literally wrote it in quotes. Oh, nothing. Just depressed in the bath. They're like, teens these days are really transparent about their mental health. Uh, Just depressed in the bath. Hi, podcast that I've been talking on for the last hour. I'm here with my friend Grace from college, who we experienced a lot of euphoria together. And now Grace has been so grateful 
to quite literally grace us with her presence. So, oh hi, Grace. I'm, hi, Emily. I'm so honored. I'm feeling so euphoric right now. Do you like Euphoria? Do you like the show? Be honest. Yes. It's just like extremely addicting and I'm cringing most of the time, but I can't look away. That is exactly the same experience I'm having. Like, I think I actually hate the show, but I have to watch it for the culture. Also, like, yeah, exactly. Because now there's like a fucking like Socratic seminar every week on Twitter. (laughs) You have to be like ready at 8 p.m. sharp. Do you feel like euphoria impacted your college experience? Um, no, because, well, okay, it impacted my makeup style. I guess, like, style-wise, I think it did. Also, was in college and, like, (laughs) trying to get, like, a degree, so I wasn't going that hard every weekend. (laughs) You had to study, you couldn't be in euphoria. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I, like, wanted to understand, because when I came to school, I, like, was terrified of that like culture and i just stayed in my dorm <laughs> like like the first Same. like halloween like, the first halloween i didn't go out i was like they were hyping it up too much also they were like there will be police everywhere horse cops like <laughs> cops of every size shape and <laughs> background at your door and it was like really stressing me out so i just stayed inside the first year Yeah, it kind of gave us, because I spent my early college years the same way. I mean, I would try to go out, but I'd just feel ugly and horrible the whole time. But I do think we went to, like, Euphoria College, if it did have to transition into that. I agree. (laughs) But I think the group we, like, ended up meeting with and, like, partying with, they were, like, the safest nerdiest group. Well, I don't want to say the safest, but, like, like, the nerdiest group you could do it with that made me feel comforted that I could try dipping my toes in the euphoria lifestyle. I mean, like our group, I guess they at their high school, you know, were they basically went to euphoria. High <laughs> so like they already had all that instilled in them. So I feel like it was just really easy to just like tag along. I feel like the culture of Athens just like creates um drunken chaos and misery all the time and people do just like ruin their lives constantly uh with alcohol yeah as an ohio university dropout i can confirm this information (laughs) they should have hoosh on euphoria i think that would add a lot to the show agree where is it and then it would inspire the high schoolers to start making (laughs) wine in their closet yeah, hooch good. Consensus hooch good. I want to ask you, if you were at a party with the Euphoria characters, what song would you play on Ox to impress them? I have a few in mind. Let's hear One them. One being uh, Judas by Lady Gaga. <laughs> no, yeah, they would love it because that's like quasi-Catholic vibes and they're sinners. Yeah, and, or Shaisa. Oh, oh god, yeah. That song's about having a problem and letting everyone know (laughs) yes exactly um i'm trying to think of my other like menace songs i would probably play (laughs) young lean (laughs) (laughs) that that is horrible that they haven't played young lean yet in a euphoria episode as far as i know there's like young lean's not in drain gang but there's like no drainer representation in the show and i'm kind of upset about it yeah, it's like we dro- we got Gex. Like we have to settle for Gex last week. We had to settle for half of Gex. Like not even the full. It was like fifty Gex. Yeah, I need like I need Blade playing at the Euphoria parties. I don't know. <laughs> Someone better talk about him. If not, like that just confirms to me they're not in check with culture. The discourse was like so annoying for a minute because it's like. Oh my god, Nate played Orville Peck in his truck? Is this about his repressed sexuality? Yeah, I'm like, he's gay, so he's listening to Orville Peck. Makes sense to me. I don't know what- what is it called when it's just, like, a soundtrack song? It's not like the character is, like, playing Oh yeah, it wasn't- it's not canon that Nate is an Orville Peck fan. 
What male manipulator music do you think Nate should have played in the car if it was being canon? I feel like he's not smart enough for, like, any of the bands I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's no way Nate would hear the Smiths and think that's good. I know, or I was thinking, like, Elliot Smith. <laughs> but, like, he's not smart enough. What's, like, I, no, I was thinking, like, Nate would be playing, like, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, we got it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> or, like, NBA Young Boy, or, like, any of those. Yeah, that's a perfect read because he wants like really hyper masculine hype music. Do you think he's a Kanye stan? Um, oh god, I'm so like not tapped in with Kanye anymore. I, I personally believe that like college dropout and late registration are like genius, is genius music. I mean, so is graduation, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, like Nate. It's rocking with like power. Like he likes the singles <laughs> off of every album. He lo- yeah, he loved Donda. Yeah, he he has Donda on repeat. He that's like the most like experimental music he's ever listened to. It might even be his first album all the way through he's ever listened to. Right. First thing he ever bought on CD. Yeah, to plan he- his maga truck. <laughs> <laughs> he's a freaking. No, jock. he's listening. Nate's listening to s- swag rock in his maga truck. <laughs> His, okay wait no i have like a playlist for nate in mind that's like that song paralyzer by finger 11 <laughs> and like lips of an angel oh my god if they played they, oh lips of an angel should have been playing while he was like drinking that beer going 100 miles per hour staring at cassie boobs i know literally they need to put that song in your song. Honey, why you calling me so late? Oh, I have written down during the fanfic girl sex scenes. I said, would Elaine, would you do a humping scene? Um, yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yep. I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess it depends. But like, probably yes. Like, okay, let's say you were in Euphoria and you thought it was going to be this, like, groundbreaking, like, dramedy on HBO. And, like, I didn't find that sex scene to be particularly tasteful. But, like, if you were filming it, would you have been like, wow, this is going to be so deep and worth it to the plot of this story? Are you are you dying for the art in that manner is my question. No. Uh, no. I don't think so. No, that was like crazy. I re- I remember thinking that was so crazy in the moment and not not needed. But also, I don't think I would not do it if I was in a show of this capacity. To be honest, I just think they all think they're making like the best thing to ever be on TV ever. Yeah, I want to sit them down and be like, "What do you think is happening here?" I'm so mad that motherfucker's name is Angus. I saw his name was Angus. Now he's like everybody's favorite character for some reason. I think it's so funny that Child Protective Services doesn't exist in the Euphoria world. Not at all. I like how Jacob Elordi is the sleeper cell Brit and not Angus. <laughs> like I watched a video of them interacting and just like having fun bro time. And like Jacob Elordi comes in with this fucking British ass accent and Angus just sounds the same. When I get to see my all my teen besties at undergrad as a 23-year-old, I'm going to use it as a bar trick. So guess which actor is British on Euphoria? Jacob Elordi or Angus? <laughs> <laughs> see what they say. so crazy. It really pisses, like it really bothers me way more than it should. And why does the sister have to love him? I'm like, is this necessary? Oh, Lexi. Yeah. They were like, he asked her so many questions about herself, and then he beat the shit out of this man, and she's never seen anything like this. I'm like, yeah, no one has. <laughs> I thought it was so funny that she like tried to dress sexy for the gas station to go visit Angus, <laughs> and she wore like a long sleeve polo to like seduce him, and I'm like, that is so pilled. It's literally me. Well, I can't figure out, I'm like, what is her character's role? Like, is she, like, trad wife? Like, I can't figure out what her gimmick is. Because then she was listening to 100 Gex on her way home. <laughs> she literally was. 
So I'm like, okay, she's like, she really is kind of me in the universe. Really, just seemed like she was in there to get a treat, and her her malt liquor treat, which was actually me pilled as well. Damn, they kind of wrote me as a Euphoria character. In the season um, teaser trailer, he's like being like the director of the school musical, which I think is so crazy. I'm like, why do they need this drama? Why is there going to be a school play happening? Because they need to make them do like normal things for once. So if it's a school fucking play, so be it. Trey is my dear friend from letterboxd we're like exclusively online friends but we're gonna change it one day so you like euphoria like or dislike euphoria i'm very intrigued by euphoria i think i watch it more for the social experiment part pretty much defend lexi to my to my grave so lexi outed herself as a geck head i was like hell yeah like that was great that was the most personality we've gotten out of her and two seasons so are you shipping lexi and fez i i am not i i don't i don't think it really makes sense i as much as as much as i'm like both of them individually because i I think they're constantly the highlights of episodes um even the small portions they have um I, i i don't really ever see them together i i don't think i i like that there's one character which is lexi that is like Someone that's sort of normal, doesn't have a bunch of random trauma, doesn't have a bunch of forced plot lines putting her through the ringer all the time. And I just don't think it makes sense for her character um, to, like I said earlier, to like really seek out a drug dealer. She's never shown doing drugs or anything like that, um, who is like older than her as well. I just I don't think that's something she her. It, I don't think it makes sense for her character to seek that out. And I, I just really don't like it on my screen i don't i don't i don't really know what to i I know they're probably out of ideas for both of those characters and that's why they're doing it but especially but i don't think they ever had an idea for lexi but they're about to turn her into a theater girl i think (laughs) that'd be fine by me i mean that she dressed up as bob ross for halloween i mean (laughs) she's not exactly the epitome of coolness For some reason, I just have written, yeah, I was smoking some weed. Okay, smoke weed and have some fun. But I don't know why I wrote that. That was like a big montage of them, like, literally doing, like, all a bunch of drugs and playing guitar. Zendaya and the friend. Apple MacBook. Is it just trying to show that they vibe really well? I think it was supposed to be, like, time had elapsed, but there was, like, a fresh joint in their mouth like the, ent- the entire montage i was like how many of these are they having right now like the fact that there's not like a half smoked joint anywhere in this montage is like really unbelievable you need to go be the weed consultant on euphoria i would do it during the during the blunt hangout scene there was just a philosophy textbook sitting on the bed with them I'm like, I don't know who's reading a philosophy textbook, but it's neither of them. A high school textbook either. Yeah, I like can't, I can't even believe a textbook exists in (laughs) Euphoria land. Confession. When season one came out, that's what I like lived for, for people to tell me they would like, you would be, I could see you on Euphoria. I was like, yes. How often people said that shit to me. I was like, thank God they said that. I would like fucking wear glitter all over my face like every second of the day and wear like neon green. <laughs> Were you like euphoria pilled actually? I was being or myself. You being yourself? And I just like liked when people thought that it was like the same vibe as euphoria. It was a compliment back then. We like actually went through a hell timeline and now euphoria is right. only I'm making like, it so worse. So much has happened. They all look so much older because actually three years makes you look different. As a human, you're going to look different. All of them look way different. I love how the end of like your, you were like, I wanted people to tell me I could be on Euphoria so bad. And then the ending to that is, I don't care. (laughs) Exactly. I have written down, let's have some more of Jewel's dad. But was he ever transphobic? I don't want audio of me saying I love her dad if he was. <laughs> um, The next plot point I have written down. I know we're out of order, but I'll just piece it together. <laughs> um, 
Miss Fanfic writes the pros in her boyfriend are cute, handsome, funny, and that is it. Cute, handsome, funny loves me. Also, side note, I think that um, watching a character write a pros and cons list is like the smartest thing I've seen any of them do. (laughs) It's like their first time applying. Most relatable and smartest thing. Yeah, but then she couldn't think of any cons. I was like, how are you? I was like, no way. He's a man. He has a con. I know, and it's like, I took one look at him, and I was like, I could think of a con. (laughs) She also has, I don't know if you noticed, but I did. Because it it really just, like, shined its way into my fucking eyes. She has an Ellen DeGeneres calendar (laughs) in her room. No way! I should have known that I was gay whenever in sixth grade. (laughs) We had to make our... Mount Rushmore, like what four people would we put on our Mount Rushmore? And Ellen was on my Mount Rushmore along with Gaga, Stephanie Meyer, the author of Twilight. <laughs> Literally uh, forget. I think maybe Barack Obama was the fourth one. <laughs> this is extremely telling. What, like, what I don't think is fair is that we get to, well, it, it is fair, we get to see Sydney Sweeney's boobs all the time, but why don't they get, show us, like, Jacob Elordi Bush? <laughs> Jacob Elordi Bush in the next ep, or I'm pissed. Yeah, I don't know. They literally, they literally when the scene where they had to all get naked, I was like, is Zendaya about to get naked right now? I know, it was making me nervous. I'm also like, wait, again, aren't they in high school? Yes. Angus was nude. How old is he supposed to be? Because I don't think he's at high school with them. Or does he just not have to go? <laughs> he's just like been relieved of the schooler duties. No, I think he's older. I think he's supposed to be like maybe like 20. You would think. But in the Euphoria universe, that probably means he's 13. <laughs> if we like adjust for scale. If Alexa Demi is 35 but 17 in the show then we have to adjust everyone else on that scale (laughs) that's funny we should actually make a chart (laughs) yeah the euphoria age calculator okay the actor who plays him is 27 in real life (laughs) (laughs) that magic number 27 we hate all 27 year olds on this podcast don't drink beers just don't stop dating 23 year olds maybe yeah, I just, like, really couldn't, I just, I'm confused by the Nate and Cassie timeline and the little, <laughs> them at the construction site was just, like, so crazy to me. I don't understand how she's so in love with him so fast. She's just ready to risk it That's all. That's what I'm saying. They were talking to Sydney Sweeney in, like, the little after thing, the little after interviews, and she said that Sam Levinson called her while she was at a baseball game. And was like, what do you think the craziest thing Cassie could do in season two is? And Sydney Sweeney was like, I don't know. And he was like, she could get with Nate. He's like being an emotional terrorist. Yeah, I was like at the baseball game and I had to like walk around to the back of the stands to try and hear hear him. And he was like asking me this. And I was like, yeah, that would be so crazy. But what about Maddie? And he was like, exactly. So then we just went with that. And I was like, okay. I hate that he was thinking about that during daylight hours. (laughs) The sun was shining and he was like, hmm. It's time to make a bad decision. I also just think it's so funny. I'm thinking again about the clothes trying on moment. I'm like, Maddie has done the most crazy, crazy shit in the world. Like, taking Molly at the carnival and like, Cussed out Nate's mom and like called her the c word. Cunt. Can I say cunt on here? Yeah, cunt. He's literally done the craziest shit. They showed the sequence of her in this episode, like beating bitches up, like slamming their heads in lockers and like slamming them against windows and doors. But like for some reason, she was so scared of getting caught of like trying on this woman's clothes. That is such a good point. I think it's so funny she showed up to her babysitting job in, like, the worst outfit in the whole world. She was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch over your, like, six-year-old son in my booby outfit. Slay. <laughs> Slay. Slay. Yes, in mama. Booby outfit, though. But she's 30, so I guess she's allowed to. The literal 
last thing I have written on here is having your dad's porn slay so hype. The ending, ending was, was hype. I was gonna say that too. That was the last thing I wanted to bring up. That was a good ending. Yeah, we were like, yes, Nate has his dad's sex tape and he's gonna make him he's gonna manipulate him. It's gonna be awesome. Nate is such a good liar. Such he a good literally quality. the dad was like, Do you have it? Nate, do you have it? Nate, do you have it? And he just kept staring at him and like raising his chin like higher and higher and higher and was like not so fit. And then it just like ended. <laughs> it really was hype. <laughs> now that beat drop, they were like, let's fucking go. He has but he couldn't take. find it. I think Maddie has it. Oh, so is that why he's being nice to Maddie or is he just being That's manipulated? The thing. I'm like, I never, I never know what his motivation is. Uh, we're like it's like actually like the worst like most one note character on the show we're like oh we're so fascinated by him but i really don't know i have no idea they it is time for one of if to get a blood sacrifice from one of the euphoria characters like has no one died did anyone die in season one i don't think so i don't think so they never went to like a funeral (laughs) that would be drama that would be Crazy drama would happen at the funeral. Ugh, can't wait for the fit drops at the funeral. <laughs> Maddie Slay is at the funeral. Okay, we're done. Okay. That's it. Doing it all for love. Too much in my system. Money in my head. Doing it all, doing it all for love. (laughs) Okay.